My name is Katie Rose. I am a mom and a teacher, and I am here to share my stories as I heal and expand into my most radiant self. We'll be talking life, trials, wins, and lessons through all sorts of modalities such as energy healing, human design, somatic work, traditional therapy, and so much more. It is my hope that in sharing my experiences, you feel inspired, empowered, and seen to live the exact life you came here to lead. Join me in celebration, tears, experiences, and joy. I'm so happy to have you with the Wild Rumpus start. Hello, good morning, and good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are, and welcome to the Katie Rose Podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. I hope that you can grab a cup of coffee, cozy up, sit down with me, or if you're listening to this like I do with podcasts as you're walking or doing a chore, then I'm so happy to be here with you and let you. Thank you for letting me take up some space in your super busy lives. I'm just thrilled to be here. Um, so this week is a fun week for me or an exciting week. It's It all stemmed from a text message conversation with my sister. So um, my sister and I, and, I, and she's been on here before, um, and between, and we've mentioned this between the two of us, we have five kids, five and under. So um, sometimes I remind myself, as busy as I feel like I am, uh, sometimes I sh- you know she has a whole extra child and has you know responsibilities in a career that are humbling, right? So so she's always a motivator for me. But we were talking um, about how we're both trying to make sure that. We do personal care and self-care and we take these steps to take good care of ourselves, right? As moms, as women, you know, this can be so tricky. And she just said something so profound and she was like, it really doesn't have to be all or nothing, right? And we can make these little baby steps where we can do these small little habits that just set us up for success. And she's so right. And as she said that, I kind of, first of all, got the idea to do this episode and then ran with it because I also got an episode, an idea to do another whole course on just this idea of self-love, all the things I've learned about loving myself um, kind of in a cohesive place. Um, So I do want to just mention um, that this episode is a little bit of a teaser. If this sounds good to you or you'd like more or more details on this, there's going to be a whole self-love course um, that's going to be available uh, on the website under courses, and um, I'm going to make that available between now and Valentine's Day um, for just $14 um, with the code, um, what are we going to do? I think we're going to do love14. What do you guys think about that? Let's do love14, um, and I'll put that in the show notes, and that will bring the course to $14. Um, there is no, you know, it's a move at your own pace if you have it forever. Um, but basically it's just a lot of mini little modules, um, that expand upon, um, what we're going to talk about in here today. 
So I just wanted to mention that before I forget. But the topic today really is about loving ourselves. It's about self-love. And so why is this important? (laughs) It's important because the universe doesn't give you what you want. It gives you who you are, right? And so if you are not in a position where you are loving yourself um, from this unconditional, uh, radical place of self-love, then the people and the situations and the things that come into your life, um, not saying that they're all negative or bad, but they might not be at the vibration of this unconditional love where things can really start to get magical and so fulfilling and just delightful and joyful, right? So so much of 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 that is so important to me. And that doesn't mean you can already be in a relationship, right? I I was already I've been with my husband since I was 20 years old, right? And I'm 36. And he is a wonderful man. Uh you know, in a lot of ways we grew up together and um I think that also as we both learned how to love ourselves, we learned how to love each other even more, right? So I think this is fitting, you know, if you're maybe someone looking for a romantic partner, or if you're someone who already has a romantic partner, or if you are someone who is in no way, shape, or form interested in a romantic partner, all of this is so important because it's such a good foundation for everything in our life is is really this foundation of loving and taking really good care of ourselves. And this is something that I didn't do, that didn't, I didn't wake wake up, you know, I wasn't born knowing this. Um, it wasn't something that even came naturally to me. There was frequently in times in therapy where my therapist would say, hey, you know, you really need to do some self-care. And I remember being like, I don't even really know if I know what that is or what that means to me. And I, I did an episode a while back um, on self-care. I want to say it's like episode seven, maybe. Um, and where I walked through like a really tough time I was having and the self-care I did around that. Um, and so self-care is is definitely a part of everything we're going to talk about today, but it's all going to be through the lens of really loving ourselves. And um, so I'm going to give you some ideas on that, some different things that have helped me, and also um, just some some practical little ways that you can, again, like my brilliant sister said, you know, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You don't have to wait until your children are uh, school age in order to start doing this, right? It's something we can do now. You don't have to wait until your work life calms down a little bit, right? It's all something that we can take little tiny steps in ways that are feel right and manageable and make little important habits that set us up um, to successfully welcome in love and joy and play into our lives. And and those are all areas that I, I probably struggled with for a long time. And my world has turned around so much in that area. And, and that is why I'm so passionate about sharing a lot of valuable information that um, I hope is helpful to someone else, right? So one idea that I want to kind of start out with is this idea um, of either being your own BFF or dating yourself. So um, 
<laughs> so stick with me on this, right? So one of these will probably resonate more so than the other one, and that's okay. It's probably um, a little bit unique to you and where your comfort level is. Um, but I have a client who, by all accounts, is just a pillar of strength for their friends and family, is the cheerleader, comes up big, and really supports the people in their life. And so as we were talking about working through some self-worth issues that this particular client had, I asked, you know, what is a way, it sounds like you are the friend that everybody goes to, that everyone leans on. So what are ways that you show up for your friends? And my client was like, you know, I am I am a big text message person. Like if my friend has a big work event or is going through something difficult, like I take time out of my day and I put a lot of like love and intention into text messages, right? Where I try to pump them up and bolster them and let them know they're loved and seen and cared for. Um, you know, it doesn't always have to be as as deep as that. It can be with emojis and and uh, memes and whatever else resonates. But that that is some of how this client expresses love language to their friends. So I said, well, let's start this practice of for one week, you know, when you wake up in the morning, um, whatever feels right to you as, you know, after you brush your teeth or, or um, as you're making your cup of coffee, sit down and write yourself a text message, right? Even enter yourself your own contact into your phone, right? In in whatever way feels right. Um, and and write yourself one of those to pump yourself out for whatever is ahead in your day, whether it's a meeting, whether it's a difficult conversation with someone, whether it's there's nothing necessarily on the calendar, but you're just like, hey, I see you, you're doing it. Um, this could be a day that dragged and you're getting up and you're going to the gym or you're getting up and you're doing a little meditation, whatever it is, like send a paragraph to yourself every morning. And so I like this idea because sometimes it's hard for us to see ourselves, right? Sometimes it's hard for us to go, well, what do I need? What feels right? And so I kind of liked this idea of, well, probably the way you show up for your friends is actually the way you you would like someone to show up for you. So it's a really good place to start with self-care is this idea of sitting with yourself and going, well, how do I show up for my friends, right? You know, um, maybe you are someone who sends a little gift card, right? Um, on your phone. I've done this before, like a little $10 Starbucks gift card. If you talk to someone and they're having a, a tricky day and it's like, hey, you know, just buy yourself a cup of coffee, you know, and, and it can be as fancy as you want or as big as you want or whatever it is, um, you know, on me. And it just lets that person know that you're thinking of them, right? So that's a thought to kind of sit with that feeling of how do I show up as a friend? And so that is probably comfortable to you. And how can I flip that around and show up for myself in that way? Um, Sometimes we have wounding around friendships and sometimes um, it feels more comfortable to go in a different direction, which is um, date yourself, right? And so that might be uh, a different approach, like how would you like to be wooed, right? So maybe that's you buy yourself flowers every Tuesday. Maybe you take yourself out on like a really fantastic little date, right? Maybe you, you, and it can be a date day, right? Like you take, maybe you take a Friday afternoon off and you go 
and you get whatever feels right to you. Maybe you get your nails done or you get a massage or you go to a movie by yourself, right? Or you take yourself out to like a really nice dinner and just enjoy it and set aside the time and let yourself know how how much you're deserving of this, right? And just think about what a profound vibrational frequency that's going to have. If you do that, that's going to welcome in that from the people who love you in your life because you are now a match to receive you are making yourself a match to receive that beautiful loving vibrational energy right there's a book i've talked about on here before when i was talking about shadow work which is called the light side the dark side excuse me the dark side of the light chasers and this is by debbie ford um and so she at one point talks about in here and it's not even necessarily about shadow work too much at this point, but she talks about how at the time she was a single mom and she was like, I just wanted, I just decided I'm just going to date myself. I'm just going to woo myself. So instead of eating my kids like leftover grilled cheese, I'm going to make a really nice dinner for myself and I'm going to light a candle and I'm going to sit there and enjoy it because I'm worth that investment in myself. So probably one of the two of these will resonate more. Maybe you like the idea of wooing yourself better, you know, and getting yourself a box of chocolates or maybe writing yourself a love note. Or maybe you like the idea of being your own best friend, right? Um, But the end result is really the same. The end result is how do you make your vessel, your body, your person, the safest, most loving place in the world for you, right? And so this is a wonderful place to actually start before you dive in on on inner child work or shadow work is is really work on this idea of self-worth and this idea of taking care of yourself and this idea that you are worthy. I am going to pause here because I guarantee um that things are going to come up as you start to do this, right? So things are going to come up. You are going to feel um, narratives come up that, oh, I can't do that. I can't spend money on myself, right? Well, that's a really quick way to uncover where you maybe have some blockages, right? Where you maybe need to do either some inner child work or some shadow work. And what I mean by that is let's use that example. Like you have something come up, you know, you decide, well, okay, I'm going to date myself. Well, what would that look like? Well, I I would really like someone to buy me flowers and chocolate every week. So that's something I'm going to buy myself flowers on Tuesday and I'm going to buy myself a really nice piece of chocolate on Fridays. That's just what my I've decided I'm going to do. And then Tuesday comes around and you go to the flower shop and you're like, oh, I just really could spend that money on something else. Uh, this is frivolous, right? I don't, I don't know if that, if I've worked hard enough to earn that. Okay. There you go. That's something to first and foremost take note of, right? So as you walk down this path of self-worth, of self-love, that is a place where you can write in your journal as the very first step, all right, well, I had this come up. So I'm giving you the heads up ahead of time so you can get a journal, you can be prepared for this to come up because it comes up for all of us, right? This is not a unique experience. It's going to come up for all of us. Okay. The next step is, well, where where did this story come from, right? What's the origin story? I always like that terminology, like a superhero. What's the origin story? Why do I have this story that I didn't, I haven't worked hard enough to earn these flowers for myself? 
you know, and maybe it's the household you grew up in, right? Maybe you grew up in a household where working hard was valued over anything, right? And so you felt like maybe you were not worthy unless you were constantly working yourself to the bone, right? I I have people I know that have this as their situation. Okay. Well, now you know that something has come up, you know the origin story. And so how can you give yourself love there, right? Because, and this is something, and I work and do human design all the time. This is something that frequently comes up for generators and manifesting generators, right? Their worth and their self-worth is tied into what they do, right? Because they are able to do a lot and they are able to give a lot. And it's hard for them to say no, because they are capable of doing so much. And so to say, okay, my origin story is around this and it's around my family, well, all right, well, maybe I need to do a little inner child work here, right? Maybe I need to tell the little girl version of myself um, that it's okay to play. It's She is worthy of play without having to do work, right, constantly. And work is okay and work is honestly fun typically for you know, if it's a line for generators and manifesting generators, but it's also okay if that all comes up and she's worthy of play and you're worthy of play and you're worthy of delight and you're worthy of being pampered and you're worthy of flowers every freaking Tuesday. You're worthy of that, right? And so maybe you have to like work at that a little bit, but the most powerful tool you have, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, and I know that it doesn't (laughs) sound as sexy as people would like it to, but it's awareness, right? Okay. You have awareness. Now the monster is named. It's never as scary, right? Awareness brings things from our unconscious into our conscious. And now we're going to pick up on them all the time because it's no longer running from a place we're unaware of, right? So so that's an easy way to kind of start to say, well, where do I have holes, right, in my story of myself or my husband always likes this, where are there bugs in the code that don't allow me to love myself fully, right? So this this all is that I'm providing is great resources in in uncovering spots that need a little more TLC, right? So that's one thing I wanted to talk about, which is this idea of be your own BFF or date yourself. And I think that's such a good place to start. From there, I wanted to talk about one more thing. And and these are covered, but more in depth in the course. And then there's a number of other modules I'm not going to touch upon on this podcast. Um, But the other idea that um, is in the course that I would encourage you to consider is what is your love language? And what is your love language with yourself, right? So if you've ever heard this terminology, there's a book by Gary Chapman um, called The Five Love Languages. And it talks about understanding the way you like to give and receive love in the world. Typically, this is brought up in regards to a romantic partner, right? And so there's five um, love languages. There's gifts, there's physical touch, words of affirmation, acts of service, and quality time. And we typically have like a primary and a secondary one. And so if this is something you've never explored, it's a really powerful way um, to get to know yourself, A, and then also use it to love yourself, B. 
And maybe you have heard of it and you go, yeah, 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 I know mine is this and this. But I have found when I started doing this work that my love languages might be a little bit different between a romantic partner and towards myself. So I do encourage you to just listen real quick as I, well, who knows with me, it might not be real quick, (laughs) but to listen as I go through these five love languages and how they can be applied rather than between romantic partners, be applied from a a place of self-love, right? Because no matter how fantastic your partner is, if you're constantly waiting on them to do this, then you're really you're really losing out on a lot of your personal power when if you can make yourself this place, this safe, sacred place of love, then you can make sure that your cup is always filled. And I guarantee that you're going to be a better match for either an existing partner or a future partner that can meet you there, right? Um, You're almost showing them how to treat you. And then even you can help for yourself create the language, because maybe in your relationship right now, you do feel lacking, right? You're like, I don't know, it does feel like like my needs aren't totally being met, but this is something that women fall into so easily, and my hands are doubly raised because this is me underlined an exclamation point, <laughs> what I'm about to say, so don't get mad at me, is this idea of, well, why doesn't he just know? Like he should just, how could he not know that that's what I need, right? And this was me. <laughs> I really was. And it was in um, it was in a coaching session, I believe, where basically one of my mentors was like, look, if you're not saying what you need, then it's the epitome of cruelty, right? Well, if you're not saying what you need and then you're getting mad about it, then it's the epitome of cruelty. And it felt like, uh, and it's actually cowardly, really. And it felt like a punch to the gut. I was like, oh my gosh, that is such devastating news, right? So if I want my husband to help pack the kids' lunches on the days they have school, this is just an example. This actually wasn't a real life thing, but I'm just trying to give an example. Um, to help pack my kids' lunches on the day they have school. And he doesn't do it, but I don't ask him to. And then I'm kind of walking around with a chip on my shoulder mad about it. That is cruel and that is cowardly, right? Because it's brave. It has we have to be brave in order to say this is what I want and this is what I need and I know you can get mad at me, but I'm already already got frustrated the first time I heard this. It's like, well, why should I have to do it? Cuz then it takes the fun out of it or it takes the joy out of it, right? But I promise like in my own life, as I have started to say, well, this is really what I need. Like, I need your help with this. I need that. We are going to constantly be, have the story reinforced. Nobody's there for me. Nobody can help me. My partner doesn't help me. My husband doesn't help me. Unless we step up and say, this is what I need. And in my personal experience, I've been blown away how my husband has stepped up every single time when I've said, hey, very directly when I've said, hey, this is what I need. I need this. And he will jump through hoops to do it. Um, and we've since talked about it and been like, like before when you knew I was upset, like, what did you think I wanted? And he'd be like, I don't know. I knew you were upset, but it could be like a million things. <laughs> I don't know. He's like, I didn't know. Um, now, here's the caveat to this. If you are directly asking for help and then it you are not met, met with help, now you can be upset, right? Now you have a right to have uh, 
an anger or a frustration and you have a a place where it's important now to have a really big follow-up conversation like, hey, this was my need. It was not met. I was very clear about this. This moving forward is not okay with me. Like what happened? What was the breakdown on your end? Are you not understanding? Do I need to say it differently? Right. And and I know I was someone for the longest time that would do anything to avoid having these difficult conversations to my own detriment. My life was more miserable for it. So I'm sitting here. If you are the same way, which plenty of women are, then I'm telling you, it's like, listen, my life is infinitely better for directly telling my partner, for directly telling my friends, for directly telling family members, like, hey, this is my need. And honestly, nine times out of 10, it's met. And on the time it's not, then we probably needed to have a conversation about this a long time ago anyway. Okay. So my rant's rant's over. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Back to the love languages. <laughs> okay. So there's five love languages, right? Um, so I think I'm going to start. I'm trying to think which one feels right to start out with. I am going to start out with the love language, a physical touch. I'm just jumping in. I was going to do another one, but I'm going to start with physical touch. So physical touch is basically this idea that we feel safe and loved um, through physical touch. And it probably started as children. Like we really liked hugs from our parents. They made us feel safe. Um, and so if physical touch resonates with you as we're applying that to like self-love, so having a really beautiful skincare routine, right? So I've been really into castor oil and I've started as of like the end of last year doing these little not even long, like it's like a two minute, like just facial massage, neck massage, right? Getting my lymph nodes and my face is significantly less puffy, which is something I've always struggled with. Whatever, that's a side note. But doing this physical touch, right? And as I do it saying, hey, you look beautiful. You are beautiful. Look at you. I'm so proud of you for taking good care of yourself, right? Again, if this ends up feeling weird, probably a place to know that you need a little more tender love and care. You got to you had a little block there and something to bring awareness and ultimately love too, right? Um, you know, when you take a shower, if physical touch is a big one, you know, doing a scalp massage instead of just slapping your shampoo on, washing it out, like do a scalp massage. That feels so good. Like, like when I am at the hairdresser and they do that, oh my good Lord, does that feel amazing, right? Um, when you get out of the shower using really nice oils, right? To moisturize your skin, talking to yourself as you do it, right? Um, Another idea, if physical touch is your love language, then do some stretching, right? Do yoga, moving your body, right? Have a weighted blanket, right? At the end of the day, you know, that stimulates that, that same sensation of being loved, like wrapping yourself up in that and feeling cozy, right? Snuggling with a loved up loved one if if which sometimes happens you have a different love language with your partner and theirs is not physical touch like if you have a dog right or or your kid right it doesn't necessarily have to be your romantic partner but snuggling up with your dog putting a weighted blanket on whatever it is that makes you feel loved um where you're not standing there waiting so if your love language is physical touch and you happen to not currently be in a romantic relationship right now or you have a partner where that is just not their thing you know from their background they're not comfortable with it. We're going to be left standing there kind of holding the bucket. Well, how can you do that for yourself, right? 
a, a, you know, schedule a massage for yourself periodically. Do a scalp massage when you're in the, in the shower. Get a weighted blanket so you can co- curl up cozy at the end of the day. You know, take these little steps that are n- not huge lifts in order to show yourself that you're worthy of love, that you're worthy of care, right? So that's physical touch. The next one is your girls. I talked about on here before, words of affirmation, girly. I am here for it. Fills my cup, right? Um, and I, you know, in, in doing this research, right, I understand because there's people who have acts of service, which maybe I'll just talk about next, but and they're like, well, actions speak louder than words. You know, words can be empty. And I get that, but not, but not for me. <laughs> they fill my cup. So if I'm a words of affirmation person and I'm waiting for my husband to give me words of affirmation, fortunately he is too. So it kind of works out, but um, then I, I don't want to be waiting forever, right? I don't want to be waiting for my sister or my mom or my best friend to give me a compliment because then I'm just left in this state of waiting, right? So how can I give myself self-love, right? Um, through this love language that I know feels really good to me, right? So starting a gratitude journal, right? So if you have a journal and it doesn't have to be crazy, I think when people start journaling, they're like, that seems like so much time. That seems, and it doesn't, you can set a timer for literally two minutes before you go to bed. Or when you wake up and you have your cup of coffee, set a timer on your phone for two minutes and write everything you're grateful for, right? That kind of works into that words of affirmation. Um, this is one I have done, which is um, writing little words of affirmation, right? Sticking them in your where you keep your deodorant or your makeup or something you go for every day, your hairbrush, whatever it is. Like, you are beautiful. You are worthy. Um, you are your own best friend. Uh, you are worthy for of unconditional love and joy. Whatever, whatever resonates for you. And sticking those in places you see every day. Maybe it's your bathroom mirror, right? Maybe it's your car. So you can just kind of, you know, read that on your way to work, right? Um, Same thing. They have so many like on YouTube or you guys know there's a free version of the Insight Timer app that I love. Um, There's so many self-love affirmations on there that are like a minute long. Like, again, I'm a big advocate. Let's do things that make it manageable and easy, right? So let's play a one minute self-love affirmation while I do my makeup real quick in the morning, right? Um, Something like that. Again, you know your life, you know what works best for you. I'm just giving you some ideas. If you go, yeah, I'm a words of affirmation person. How can I show up for myself and give self-love to myself, right? Again, I talked about my clients sending the text messages. That's another great one for words of affirmation, right? Um, so again, that is so important. And and I I wasn't even going to go here, but here here I go. I'm I'm <laughs> diving into it. Um, there was a study done, and this ties into words of affirmation. There's a study done by a Japanese researcher named Dr. Emoto, um, who passed away in in 2014. But he was really fascinated with water, right? And water having memory and water being a conduit. And so he did a bunch of studies. So a study, uh, which I believe was a double blind study he did, was um, this idea of talking into water, right? And seeing the effects. And so 
there was different cups of water. I, I don't know. Maybe they were in cups. I don't know what exactly what they looked like. There were different containers with water in them um, and different words were spoken into those containers. So it w- might be love, joy, peace, gratitude on the positive end of the spectrum. And then on the negative end of the spectrum, those words like hate, evil, disgust, right? So then Dr. Emoto's team took those cups with different words spoken into them froze them and then took pictures of the frozen water molecules with a microscope and found out, and you can Google this, like just do Dr. Emoto, E-M-O-T-O, water studies. And he also has a book, um, which I can't remember the name of, um, but I can link that in the show notes. But you can just Google it and they'll pop right up. Um, These images of these water molecules. So the ones where there were kind words spoken, um, they look like these beautiful crystallized snowflakes, right? So for love, for gratitude, angels, I think was another one. It's like these beautiful patterns. And then for the other words, it's it's kind of disturbing, right? (laughs) It's like for the words like disgust, it looks like this melting. It looks like it was a crystal, but it's like melting. And then for evil, it's like this really creepy, like black void, right? So it's it's kind of fascinating and and somewhat unnerving, right? Because what are our bodies? Our bodies are seventy percent water. So, I'm not even gonna say, especially if you're a words of affirmation person. For all of us, it is important that we are really careful about how we speak to ourselves and that we speak to ourselves in a positive manner because water has memory, right? This his study has proven it. Also referenced heavily in Frozen 2, if anyone has seen that, um, which made me laugh when I read about the study. I was like, I bet whoever made Frozen knows about this. Um, so we want those beautiful crystallized patterns in our bodies of water that are within our physical vessels, right? Um, so I wanted to make sure that I mentioned that when we're talking words of affirmation and when we're talking to ourselves in general, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I had put on my Instagram, this little cheer that we do for my kids in the mornings, um, on their way to school that, that we kind of made up, which is I am powerful. I am kind. I love my body and I love my mind. I'm a good friend. The song is at, at an end. Here we go. Dart and son. We're going to have so much fun. And so, um, that's, I guess, my way of making sure that all of us say in the morning, you know, I am powerful. I am kind. I love my body and I love my mind. I'm a good friend, right? Those those I am statements are really powerful when we're talking to our subconscious and our unconscious mind. They kind of latch onto it. So that's why you really want to be careful. Like even if you're singing lyrics or whatever that you're saying positive things like you want you don't really want to talk about being broke or being miserable right in songs because that that is something that people write about in songs and so um so something to just just be aware of is how you're talking to yourself right and it's you you google that and you look at those you look at those uh little water crystals and it's it'll stick with you you won't it is a big deterrent from talking negatively about yourself right Okay. So we talked about physical touch. We talked about words of affirmation. Now I'm going to talk about acts of service. So this is really this idea of um, 
taking, you know, if you're talking about a partner, it's taking care of your partner or being taken care of, right? So setting, you know, you can think of it when you're doing yourself as setting your future self up for success, right? So how can I set future Katie up for success with these acts of service? Now, when we talk acts of service, oftentimes people who are maybe like gifts people or um, they're kind of like, like none of this sounds fun. But for an acts of service person, it makes them feel cherished, right? It makes them feel cared for. So for if you're an acts of service person, it might feel very loving to yourself to check things off your to-do list. Um, to declutter, clean up your space, um, to food prep, right? To cook yourself a really nourishing meal. Again, all of these, I'm talking about these five love languages can tie back into what we started off this episode talking about being your own BFF or dating yourself. So again, you know, if you liked the idea of dating yourself, cooking yourself a really nourishing meal or meal prepping for the week, you know, so you can have really healthy lunches for the next couple of days as you take off to work, whatever that might look like, right? Um, maybe scheduling out, right? So, so maybe you have acts of service and physical touch. So maybe you schedule out massages for yourself, right? That's, that's a way to set your future self up for success and make sure that you're getting enough physical touch, right? So you guys are getting it here. They all interplay, right? So how can you be your best friend? How does that play into the love languages? Um, and what I'm really challenging myself and everyone else to do here is to think like, Think about your relationship with yourself, right? It's your primary relationship. How does that look, you know? Um, And how can you think about it in a little bit different way that might make it easier to view, right? Sometimes we have a hard time seeing ourselves. And so when I talk about dating yourself or being your best friend or using the love languages, it's a way to kind of do a little evaluation, right? A little little check-in. Okay. So we did physical touch, we did words of affirmation, we did acts of service, and since I referenced it, let's do gifts. So gifts are, gift people tend to love the, well, obviously they like little tokens. It doesn't have to be big things, but they like little physical tokens of of acknowledgement, right? And they tend to really like acknowledgement of like an anniversary, say, or a big date or whatever that might be. So if you are a gifts person, Again, you know, going back to dating yourself, um, by buying in that that example of buying yourself flowers once a week, perfect. If that resonates for you as a gift person, perfect. Or if you're a gift person and you just had a really big meeting and you're like, I crushed that, I prepped for it, I presented well, I feel so good about that. And then maybe you treat yourself to like a really good cup of coffee, right? This is something my husband does sometimes if he has a really good meeting. You know, he's like, all right, you know, because he loves espresso. He loves like, like really good coffee. (laughs) And so that's something he'll do for himself. And I love that. I love that more than words that that's his little, his little gift to himself, right? Another thing, you know, if it's not necessarily physical, is enrolling in a class, right? Enrolling in a course. So if you're a gifts person, buying this self-love course that I have up, that's a great little token for sure of love to yourself, right? Um, You know, splurging on something you've been wanting, right? Maybe you have to save up for it, um, but maybe it's something that you put away X amount of money every week until you can buy this 
thing that you love so much, whether that's a article of clothing, whether that's something for your house, whether that's a piece of art, um, whether that's a vacation, like whatever that is, you know, doing a weekly reminder, hey, I'm worthy of this. And almost putting it, if you put it in like a little side bank account with intention, you know, I don't, I'm sure everyone can do this, but my bank, we can like label our we have a lot of different like little accounts. Like we have one that's called the fun fund, um, where we put money away for like fun things, <laughs> but, but maybe you, maybe you, you just put it away for, um, for a little self-love treat at the end, you know, again, take what resonates and let go of whatever doesn't. I'm nobody's guru. I'm just giving ideas for you to take and run with that resonate and feel expansive in your own life. Right. So um, maybe, you know, investing in your business feels like an act, a gift to yourself, right? Maybe you want to start a, a new business. And so investing that feels like a really good gift to yourself. Um, maybe ordering takeout, right? Maybe you're just tired and you're like, you know what? In order to take care of myself, I don't feel like I'm just going to order takeout from my favorite place. And that is tonight an, an act of not only self-love, but self-care, Okay. So we've done physical touch, we've done words of affirmation, we've done acts of service, we've done gifts. And the last one here is quality time. And so you may be like, well, that seems like a tricky one to do with yourself, but it's actually um, actually not, right? So it's so people who have quality time with a romantic partner, the idea here is that you are spending really um focused time with one another, right? So when you apply it to yourself, how can you have really um, uninterrupted quality time with yourself? How can you give time to yourself and in a way to make yourself feel loved? So I bring this up because in partnerships, you know, I really like words of affirmation, right? Um, and probably acts of service, but with myself, I actually really like quality time. And maybe that's, again, you, you guys know I'm going to bring it back to human design. I have that hermit line. And so I love quality time with myself, right? So I talked earlier about taking yourself on a date night, right? You know, that's something um, that I've had like an afternoon here and there. And I'm like, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go and get a little lunch by myself. And I'm going to walk up downtown Exeter and do a little bit of shopping. And it just makes me feel so loved and cared for. Um, again, with quality time is making time for yourself. So making time to journal, right? So if you make it, you know, make a little bit of time, whether that's in the morning or the afternoon or at your lunch break, maybe you step outside at work um, and go sit at a picnic table and you're like, I'm just going to journal for five minutes. Um, maybe about things I'm grateful for, maybe about things that are hard, whatever it might be. I'm going to journal for a few minutes. I'm going to make time for myself, right? Along the same vein, um, meditate, right? Make time to meditate, make time to go for a walk, be out in nature, right? You know, these all feed into one another um, and they're all just beautiful ways, uh, whatever resonates for you, to make your life more fulfilled and more vibrant and more joyful. And again, we're talking about that vibration I wanted to mention and I, I did forget when I was talking about words of affirmation. So I mentioned to you guys, I was doing these like oil massages, right? In the morning, in the afternoon, again, it's like, or before I go to bed, it's like two minutes, right? It's, it's not very long, but I use this, um, this castor oil, right? And, and do, do a facial neck clavicle massage. And so 
my, I, and as I do it, I, as I mentioned, I'm like, you're beautiful, you're radiant, your skin cells are, um, are healthy and glowing and regenerating, you know, thank you face, thank you body. Um, I love you so much, you know, words like that, whatever you get the idea. So my husband, like I said, is usually good with words of affirmation, but he has never been someone like it's, and again, we have been together for six, coming up on 16 years. So, you know, it's been a while. Um, so while he is really good at words of affirmation, he's just never been someone who like in the morning and also some of it is he's just not a morning person who's like, oh, wow, you look so beautiful. And as I started doing this in the morning, he'd, he'd like come downstairs and be like, oh my God, you look so beautiful this morning. You don't even have any makeup on and you look so beautiful. And so I was like, oh my gosh, that's funny. I started saying that to myself when I kind of had a thing for a while that I wasn't beautiful without makeup. And he responded by being like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful even without makeup. Like you don't, you know. And so I really do mean when you start being this unconditional loving person to yourself, your partners, your loved ones, the people in your life meet you with where you're already vibrating without necessarily even having to ask or say you need that, right? So that was the one example I meant to bring up with words of affirmation um, because for me it was such validation uh, that I did want to mention that. But that is all I have for today as we head into February later on this week um, and Valentine's Day. And that can be triggering or uh, there can be expectations and easy to be let down. And so I invite you and I invite me to find a way to to love ourselves, right? To give that unconditional safe space of love where our self-worth is really independent of everybody else. And it doesn't mean that we don't need love from other people because we're human beings and we do, but it's just swelling up with this source of love within ourselves that naturally just brings people to match us where we are. Uh, it's, it's the coolest thing and I love it so much. Um, again, I have, um, this self-love course available on the website, um, katierosecoaching.com. Um, and it's going to be on sale for 14 bucks guys. That's like a cup and a half of coffee (laughs) right now. And, uh, the code is love14. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for showing me love um, by listening. Thank you for investing in yourself, even listening to this episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. And until next time, I'm sending you all the love. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to the Katie Rose podcast. This project is a self-funded labor of love from my heart to yours. If this show resonated with you in any way and you would be so kind as to leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're using, it would mean the absolute world to me. Also, if you want to connect further, please send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Rose Coaching and say hello. Thank you again and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes released weekly. Until next time, sending you all the love.